A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how is it going? It's going good, Connor. It's excellent to see you today. <laughs> so, do you want to let the listeners in to what we have just discovered because we are idiots? Okay, so, so for, for those uninitiated, about a year ago, something happened that meant that me and Connor had to record shows over the phone. We couldn't record them in yeah. person like we usually do. And so... For the last 12 months, and I think it's actually 12 months to the day. We actually, have, it might be, yeah. We have been doing it through WhatsApp, that we would just call each other, record the show, and cut it together. And only today did Connor say to me before the start of the show, Hey, what if we did a video call? <laughs> so we <laughs> could we see each the other. audio. Yeah, because I've just always been thinking, I wonder what Sean is looking like when he's saying this funny gag. <laughs> oh, I have funny gags. That's brilliant. <laughs> very, very rarely do I think that. Ah, oh, fair enough, fair enough. But, like, it's we're going to try it. We're going to see how it goes. We're going to see if it changes the mood at all. If anything, it will be more like it used to be, surely. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, it's it's genuinely good to see a friend when you talk to them, it turns out. <laughs> it's very weird. I'm looking at your face, and your mouth is moving, and there's words. That's <laughs> it's what, so uh, strange. Let's not get into the whole recording setup that we have going on here. <laughs> yes, we talk. <laughs> Sean, so what is Weird News Wednesday? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who has frankly been too busy with proper news to actually look at yeah. anything fun on the internet. Mm. We're starting this week with Prince Harry and Meghan. <laughs> no, we're not. I just want to say it right now, we're not. We're not. We're not that kind of show. We'll probably get a no. few decent listens out of that tagline, though. Oh, start, put that in the headline. <laughs> What's up with Prince Harry now? Call it that. Royal secrets revealed. That's what it's going to be. Question mark, question mark. Oh, exclamation um, point. So... Sean, we're going to have to start um, in Salt Lake City this week. And so this week was a weird one, because normally I like to start off with a bit of shithousery. Of course. And shithousery is someone just doing something that cause others harm, or not harm, but just discomfort for no... Yeah, inconvenience for no obvious reason. Um, and there wasn't really a standout this week, but this was probably the closest one I could find, because we're starting with, I'll kill you if you don't buy me beer, says Salt Lake City man who pulls good on three people, then gives them $20. <laughs> it's a reverse robbery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
they left with more money than they started with. Or so they didn't buy the beer is what you're telling me there. See, he was an honest man. He had the gun and he yeah. said, I'll kill you if you don't buy me beer. But then it became, became like, I don't want to have them like be out of pocket. Oh, that, I'm not I'm saying gonna, gift me some beer. No, buy me beer. Here is the money or you will die. Why couldn't he buy it? Is this like, <laughs> is this like an under, under well, it's America. Is he under 21? And he um, has to get someone to buy beer from, I wonder. 39-year-old Garobo Mesa <laughs> is facing a series of charges after police say he pulled a gun on three people inside of a truck, demanding that they buy him beer, saying he will kill them if they don't. The suspect um, even gave the victims $20 to do so, according to the report. Police say that late Friday night, Mesa walked up to a truck near N. Cordwell Street, everyone's favourite street, opened the passenger side door, pointed a revolver at the driver's head and oh, stated very calmly, I will kill all of you if you don't buy me some beer. Sorry, he didn't even like approach and say, hey, would you guys buy me some He went straight to revolver to the head. Str- that's why this is so, this is why it caught my eye. Because he walks up to the door or to the door of the car and he's like, buy me beer or I'll kill you. That's not really that funny of a weird news story. Yeah, it's his logic of buy... <laughs> that robbery. <laughs> that's just straight up a bit dour. But if he walks up and says, buy me beer or I'll kill you all, here's my revolver. Also, here's the money I'm not going to put you out of pocket. That's a whole other level of psychology that I don't understand. But that's like, a, that's like some kind of Batman villain. Like he has his own moral code that he'll stick to. It's like, I'll, I'll use people for my own ends, but, yeah. oh, they will not spend a penny of their hard-earned cash. Look, I'm okay with psychologically damaging them, but physically, also, I will kill them. But yeah. I'm not going to put them out of pocket. I don't want them to miss their mortgage payment. But he's willing to threaten someone with death um, <laughs> for a case of beer. He's not willing to rob the shop. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because that'll put them out of money, Sean. He doesn't want... He loves... Uh, he loves capitalism. Yeah. He's a big fan of keeping the money in the system. And he doesn't want to have the the beer shop be out of pocket for giving him beer when he has a revolver. That's true, because that beer costs money. That shop bought yeah. that beer and was then selling mm. it on. So, is this... Ca- like, we've had, you know, Florida man, we've had Florida woman. Is this capitalist man that we're looking at here? <laughs> the worst man. So we've come up with a man worse than Florida man. He's lawful evil. <laughs> He's just like these pyramid schemes are going to work, guys. Trickle down economics. Trickle it'll all trick. It'll get to you eventually. <laughs> um, Mesa then pointed the gun at the other two people before handing the driver a twenty dollar bill to pay for the beer. The victims took the money, drove off, and then the police were alerted. So they robbed him. <laughs> oh my. God. Look, that's an opportunity. Look, when opportunity strikes, you take the twenty quid and drive away. But he gave him the beer before he got out of the truck. Then he he gave him not the beer. He gave them the money. Sorry, the money. Sorry. Yeah, and then he said, "Buy me beer, or I will kill you all." Then looked at the other two passengers, like, "Are we all clear?" Gave the driver the twenty and said, "My job here is done. They'll come back." They're driving off now, but they're going off to the off license. They'll be back. Oh, they're get, they're getting the good stuff. They're getting the good <laughs> getting beer. The good stuff. I have them in fear of me as they drive away. <laughs> I am in control here. <laughs> About five minutes after the victims took off, one of them was on the phone with his cousin, who lives at the address, who heard approximately six to seven gunshots. Um, well, that's as many as a revolver holds. <laughs> Um, six to seven. There's six, surely. <laughs> he, he just threw one really hard at a wall. <laughs> Jeez, he's so fucking strong. Fucking hell. <laughs> but he'll never threaten anyone. <laughs> Police were given a description of the vehicle Mesa was thought to be driving. After spotting Mesa's vehicle and pulling him over, officers said it appeared that he was drunk, Sean, which I think Ooh. he got what he wanted in a weird way. In the end, didn't it all work in out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when officers tried to place Mesa in handcuffs, they say he resisted. Uh, police found three shell casings belonging to a silver revolver, which the victim said matched the description of the gun pointed at them. So only three. So there's four more shots somewhere so, along this driveway. Was he involved with a shoot in a shootout? 
and lost. Yeah, with somebody who he's been in, involved in several shootouts on this one highway. So he's either in, involved with someone with another revolver who fired four shots, or four people with a revolver each. <laughs> It's a standoff, but the four-way standoff. Yeah, the 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 famous pentagonal standoff. Who do you who do you shoot first? <laughs> I, honestly, in that situation, I surrender immediately. I go to shit, and I just I'm terrified. I think I shoot the guy to my right. Why? But then and then just hope for the best because I I'm, I'm hoping everybody will take the same. But the guy to my left will shoot the guy across from. So the guy to my right gets double shot. <laughs> you think shot. he'll panic and turn on his own friends? <laughs> Bold move, Cotton. Surely, <laughs> if, in- if you're that man, you threaten the guy to your right to say, mm. shoot the others. And then you have someone on your side, at least. Oh, that's good. That's a good... <laughs> We're getting into the psychology of this. We will never be involved in that. I just want to say it. But police said when asked if he was a legal United States citizen, Mazer replied, no, and I never planned to be. <laughs> Again, has his own moral code. <laughs> But surely now he's going to be deported as well. Not necessarily. He could escape from prison. <laughs> Give me the escape keys or I'm going to kill all of you. Here's $40 for the keys to get them cut again. Yeah, I know it's a bit <laughs> it's much. An expensive pro- it's a specialised machine to get them it's cut. It's a specialised machine. I don't yeah. want to put you out of the pocket. You know yourself. Not at all. Not at all. I, I, I've, I've taken the liberty of tattooing the prison map on my own body. Um, Sean, what do you think of this Salt Lake City man? Um, what do you think the psychology behind this crime was? It's really, it's another way of like, we often talk about the best thing you can do in like a robbery or a, a situation is to just cause a bit of like chaos, make things uncertain. Because as soon as things get weird, you're in control. But I think this man came on too strong by going straight. Because they probably would have bought him beer. If he had just given him 20 quid and said, hey, can you get me some beer? This place won't serve me or whatever. But instead he went straight to, I will kill you unless you take this money and buy me beer. But how how do you go about confirming that they've actually gone and done what you want? Like, there's no way that if they come back, they were never going to come back without the beer. So if they don't come back, how will you get the chance to kill them? So it's really a terrible threat. It is, unless he planned to kill them after they got the beer. <laughs> it was a double cross. Maybe, look, it, it was a stressful situation, so maybe their uh, their memory's a bit off. What if he said, buy me some beer and I'll kill you? <laughs> and they're like, wow, what a deal. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, Bob, you forgot again. <laughs> Um, so, Sean, that is our opening story. I just think that level of just madness in a robbery or just randomness, I think, deserve to be covered here because we're moving on to a poor man who made a bit of an error on eBay and he purchased mm-hmm. something that he he was looking for something specific and ended up with something that was not what he wanted in possibly the, the weirdest way possible because I have man makes epic error with bargain eBay astroturf. Astro, you can, well, Ast- you can buy AstroTurf on eBay? <laughs> yes. A bit of straw, Connor? <laughs> a bit of straw. I'm starting my own five-a-side team. But, like, <laughs> just, do you buy it, like, panel by panel, or do you buy a big roll yeah, of AstroTurf? It's a per square foot. Surely, because you can unless someone just put up an ad on eBay being like, AstroTurf, and it's just, it's down to the gods, however much you get. <laughs> Yeah, just an amount. It's a, it's like a piece of string. It's however long it needs to be. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. How Pauline much astroturf is in a pitch? <laughs> Pauline Tremble of Scotland said her eBay bargain hunting husband Andy looked so pleased with himself until he saw her face. Um, the mother was left in stitches after her husband put down a green carpet instead of astroturf in their garden <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> 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 he laid it at all. Pauline Tremble said she didn't have the heart to tell him to get rid of it after he unveiled his hard work in the garden oh, after she came back from her. work. 
oh my god and he's probably like god this will save me so much time I won't have to cut the grass anymore so much easier to maintain Pauline wait till I show you this I know you're finished work you're stressed come out into the backyard I've got a surprise for you you're going to be so proud of me (laughs) look at that bad boy astroturf to the gills do you you want to hoover that astroturf at all (laughs) it's going to get very it's going to catch a lot of fluff a lot of fluff is going to be caught on it god help us when it rains let's be honest (laughs) Um, the couple from Scotland forked out for the material after bargain lover Andy spotted it on eBay. Who still uses eBay? I don't know. I, the last time I used eBay, I think I bought you Pokemon Emerald. I think that's oh, the last that's time. Good. Yeah, but that's like, Connor. That's like a year and a half. <laughs> In, oh, I remember. Remember when we got to hang out? Oh, remember when we spent Christmases <laughs> together? <laughs> That makes it sound like Christmas Day. We like woke up in this in matching pajamas and ran downstairs. Yeah, that's what happened, Connor. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened. Um, I'm legally uh, obliged to say that's what happened, just to keep up the PR of this podcast. Exactly. Yeah, that's the big selling point: is that we are in some kind of weird cohabiting situation <laughs> together. Um, but that is in pajamas, named after us. That's <laughs> it's actually based on our lives. Do the bananas? Um, and the ra- sorry, sorry. I know you're trying to do your on. job. Do the pana- do the bananas <laughs> and pajamas have names? Uh, banana one and banana two, wasn't it? Was it? Gonna, yeah. Right. For anyone that doesn't know, bananas and pajamas is like a famous kids show about bananas wearing pajamas. Yeah, you probably pick up on the context of it through the name. You're clever maybe. people. Yeah. Uh, bananas <laughs> and pajamas names. Will that give it to me? Uh, no, all I'm getting is rat in a hat, which I don't think <laughs> is an equivalent. They're, yeah, B1 and B2. Told ya. The main characters are two anthropomorphic bananas wearing, <laughs> wait for it, pajamas. Anthropomorphic. I mean, it Who is the right that? word to use, but it feels yeah. like the wrong word to use. And when they were typing it, they were like, I am so fucking smart. I am Look at this. Banana yeah. fan number one. <laughs> but uh, we have to get back to this story not just bananas oh, and pajamas but, but it wasn't until he rolled it out Sean that Paulie noticed that it was rough as sandpaper and feared someone might lose a leg if they fell on it oh carpet burn in your own garden <laughs> I don't have the heart to tell him to lift it she said <laughs> so wait it's still there he was so pleased with himself until he saw my face <laughs> She's like, oh. And it wasn't even that she was disappointed <laughs> that she didn't get the astroturf she dreamed of. It was that no, le- she had to break the news to him that this wasn't astroturf. Yeah, and he, he says that he said it looked fine once he makes a set of wooden toadstools at a table and buys a dozen gnomes from Poundland. That's how you fix any garden. Sean, I would like you to look this up, by the way, just so you can see this man's back garden now, that he didn't realise was not astroturf. Until it was done. <laughs> so if I if I just search AstroTurf carpet, will that bring it up for me? Uh, AstroTurf garden? No, that's actually a ridiculous idea. <laughs> probably <laughs> a normal result. <laughs> yeah. uh, hang on. It, it would hardly be on the news tab of Google, would it? Oh, boys, be, maybe not. Uh, AstroTurf. Scott's wife in stitches as bungling yes. hubby lays green carpet. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> How did he not know, Sean? It looks like a snooker table. <laughs> it's so flat. It's so flat. There's a massive seam down the middle of it. What no grass. Is that shade, Sean? There's no grass that's that shade. No, and th- what's beautiful about that photo is there's like... His neighbour's grass right across from it. <laughs> and it looks like perfect grass. And the thing, I'm nearly positive he did this in his front garden. If it's in the front garden, that's even worse. At least that in the is, back garden, you can keep it hidden. Yeah, exactly. You can, like, segment it off. No one will have to know your shame. But mm. his neighbours watched him lay down all of this green carpet in his garden. The next door neighbours, like Susan and Tom, and Susan's like looking at Tom going, you have to tell him, you have to tell him. He's He's like, I can't, Susan, he's halfway through at this stage. He's been there hours. Susan, where was this suggestion three hours ago? (laughs) 
<laughs> I could have told them then. We both seen it, Susan, but now it's too far gone. That is absolute. And presumably the regular grass is still underneath it as well. Uh, yeah. You know, he was, yeah. But do you take the regular grass up before you put AstroTurf down? You're going to break my heart if you tell me that this man dug up the grass that already existed in his garden. I think he dug up the grass that already existed, Sean. Oh, he's down on his hands and knees trying to fit it around the flower beds. It's fucking heartbreaking. It'd be very easy to cut, though. Like he oh, just cut through cut with that scissors. With the scissors. Yeah. <laughs> just, he's out there with like a butter knife, just cutting it around the pots. It's like got best investment you ever made, Jim. <laughs> I just think I seen that story, and it's a very small story that's really dumb. But when you see the picture, you just go, "There was so much effort that went into that." And she gets home and just looks at him and looks at the carpet outside, and is just like. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm legally married to you. <laughs> I love you. I mean, I love you, but that's fucking bad. Yeah, like, there's there's getting a good deal on eBay, and there's, you really should have known better from the start. Ha- have you ever sent something back on eBay? Because I don't think you can send this back. It's already been laid down. Oh, oh yeah. No, he's placed He's placed several butter knife cuts in it by this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you could send it back. Imagine, it will be. I think it's sadder if instead of just rolling it up and throwing it in the bin and cutting his losses, he carefully rolls it up and repackages it to send it back. And because he'd have to tell him why, he'd have to give yeah. a reason. Yeah, and, and it'd be some like, yeah, but who's selling a carpet that big? The size of that carpet. It's massive. It's not, but I don't know where else you would lay that, honestly, because it doesn't look like a good interior carpet. I mean, it was being sold on eBay, Sean. <laughs> it's hardly going to be up to standard. <laughs> no, no, no. This came from Buckingham Palace, Connor. <laughs> That's after coming out of the backyard of somebody else's garden. <laughs> Someone else made the same mistake. <laughs> I just passed it on. It's like a horror movie. It's just a curse that keeps following people. Some kind of monkey's paw scenario. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on, Sean, to our next piece of weird news. And we are going to Florida, right? But it's... It's not a top Florida man headline because I have Jackson County deputies arrest two after drugs found inside hamburger. One, ha- how many drugs and how many hamburgers? How many is too many? <laughs> I would say any amount of drugs in your hamburgers. Other than, Good answer. Uh, mm, thank you, officer. Uh, yeah. Other than the likes of MSG and things, which make them taste oh. better. Oh, <laughs> good. Uh, the Jackson County Sheriff's Office says it arrested two people who tried to hide cocaine and bath salts in a hamburger during a traffic stop. Um, they say that just before 5pm on Wednesday, a deputy conducted a traffic stop in the Malone area after noticing a jeep failed to stop at a stop sign. That's rule number one of a stop sign, we can all agree. <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. There's even a nice colour to represent it. Officials say during the traffic stop, the driver took an unusually long time to pull onto the shoulder and come to a stop. Interesting. Too busy stuffing things in a burger, I would suggest. <laughs> Authorities say an air sniff of the vehicle conducted by a canine. It wasn't just done by a man. It's like, oh, it's fucking drugs here. Jeff, fucking I fucking love a burger, here, lads. I am starving for a Big Mac. <laughs> um, a positive alert of, for the odour of drugs from the vehicle. According to the new uh, to the report, a probable cause search of the vehicle was conducted, leading to a hamburger in the centre console of the vehicle with a plastic baggie concealed within. I fully thought that you were going to say like they opened the bag and gently sprinkled it over the burger. Is that better or worse? It's worse in terms of uh, quality of drug, I would say. Mm. But it's yeah. better in terms of they're not going to find a plastic bag. <laughs> no. And you bite into the burger you're like, there's no plastic bag there. It's just clear. It's just classic cocaine. It's just classic cocaine and bath salts as well, which I'm pretty sure <laughs> are the ones that made a man eat a man's face one time. Oh, <laughs> I was like, did we cover that? But then I was like, we definitely didn't if a man's face was eaten. No, we would never cover that. This happened when like I was in school and everyone was just like, oh, zombies are real. And then we learned oh. what drugs were. <laughs> <laughs> He was 26. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I said school. I meant yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> he was in his, uh, his work office Christmas party. And he's like, Sorry, what? 
There's mm-hmm. things you get addicted to. Drugs. That's oh, I need a drink. <laughs> I need, does anyone have any cocaine? It's what I use to calm me down. Um, <laughs> Old so family Debbie's, recipe. <laughs> yeah, Debbie said the baggie contained four tenths of a gram of a white powdery substance that later tested positive for a cocaine. Officials say also hidden in the burger was one gram of suspected bath salts and less than one gram of marijuana. How big is this burger? It's well, if it's like a double whopper or something, then you have two two patties within yeah. which to conceal the drugs. And this is really where a Florida man comes into his own, because Glenn Williams, the forty-year-old driver of the vehicle, claimed ownership of the burger. But not the drug shot. <laughs> <laughs> Officer, I will admit to one thing and one thing only. I do love a burger. I love a Big Mac. You know that about me, officer. But I will tell you this. I don't love drugs. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. So I will take that burger if it's going. The drugs, <laughs> you keep them yourself, officer. You can keep them. I don't even know how they got there, officer. I'm just trying to enjoy my burger meal. Officials say an investigation led them to believe that 42-year-old Arthur Smith, the vehicle's passenger... Placed the drugs in the hamburger as the officer attended the traffic stop, leading to the length of time it took to pull over. But that would still maybe say Glenn Williams didn't know anything about it, Sean. That's it. I would argue that maybe Glenn was saying, "No, no, no! Don't put, don't put him in the burger. That's my oh. burger." Yeah, I'm after buying that. After, I'm after buying that. A man paid me twenty dollars and then threatened to kill me if I didn't buy him a burger, <laughs> and then I left. <laughs> and then I took the money and the burger. So I think, like, the whole time they were trying to pull over, I think there was this argument about, like, no, I have to put it somewhere. And then Glenn was like, that's fine, just not in the burger. <laughs> but that still implies Glenn knew there was drugs in the vehicle. Yes. Unless, yeah. unless he just saw his friend fiddling with his burger, which I think is weirder than drugs. I think, yeah, I think if you see anybody, it doesn't matter who they are, but if you buy a burger and take it out of the packaging... And then you see somebody else picking up that burger and, like, opening the top. Mm. I feel like that is very invasive. Yeah, that's like, that's a, bet- it's a betrayal of trust, first of all. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and it's frankly, the worst Conor, crime I thank you not do. to do it again. <laughs> it's how I say hello. Oh, shit, is that a burger? Oh, geez, what's inside? Pick up the top. <laughs> Looking good. Looking good. Jeez, how are a, you, buddy? That's a lovely burger. And you got the cheese on the top as well. Fair play to you. Right, I'll put the top back on for you. Give it back to you. Oh, Jez, pickle fell out. There you go. <laughs> I'll just pick that up off the floor and slip it back in. Oh, no, Don't like even a credit touch card. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what do you think of Florida Man? Do you believe him that he owns the burger, but he didn't own the drugs? I act- This is one thing. I actually weirdly do believe him. Um, because I think... And look, I always say it, Florida men always get caught because they do something very basic wrong in terms of driving away while committing a crime. Mm. In this case, it's stopping at a traffic light and, or sorry, a stop sign, in fact. Um, and I don't think that uh, he would have made such a bad mistake if he knew there were drugs in the car. I think this man who just loves a burger... I think he's just doing his best to be a law-abiding citizen. His friend, however, is scum Hates and will burgers. fiddle with a burger. <laughs> Not the drugs. Not any of that, but he's scum because he fiddled with somebody else's Big Mac. He messed with art. Would you yeah. put cocaine inside of the Mona Lisa? Because I- <laughs> that's the equivalent here. I like how if you, I like the idea of you in the interrogation room. Officer. Would you put cocaine in the fucking Mona Lisa, <laughs> would you? You wouldn't. So I haven't done this. Jesse, I, I wouldn't. To be fair, <laughs> colleagues, I wouldn't put cocaine in the Mona colleagues. Lisa, that's true. <laughs> the officer grabs all the police officers, gets them all in. Guys, guys, come in, come guys, in. Puddle, we have puddle. an announcement. <laughs> I believe him, guys. I fucking believe him, you know <laughs> And they're all in the interrogation room with him in the middle of the huddle. <laughs> And he's like in the middle of it, like, guys, no, I, I believe me too. Yeah, he seems like he's trustworthy. So <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, let's hear him out. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Sean, we're going to have to move on from Florida Man because I have a weird news story that involves a cat. Now, Sean, what are your personal opinion of cats? I think they're good. Uh, mm. I like cats. I think mm. that they're, uh, hmm, how do I put this to any cat people watching? 
are, are listening. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's a mixed bag. You can either get a cat that's absolutely sound or is an absolute yeah. devil. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Now, you've met my cat. Absolutely yeah. sound. Absolutely but sound cat. One of the best cats, I would say. The yin and yang of the world then tells us that there has to be an absolute devil of a cat out there. There's an anti-cat. An anti-cat. And I have found the anti-cat because <laughs> cat attacks pilot, forcing plane to make emergency landing. <laughs> okay. Why was the cat in the cockpit? And <laughs> he was fully qualified, Sean. He got the license the last <laughs> he week. He was getting his air hours in, yeah. <laughs> He had to do with his practice some stage. Virtually flying is not the same. I know, that's true. I, I, I mean, that is true, but it is a cat we're talking about as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm just imagining a cat in a little hat. Oh, that is adorable. Yeah. We should get your a cat mid-air, a little hat. A mid-air catastrophe, Sean, unfolded on Wednesday when a stowaway cat attacked a pilot, forcing him to make an emergency landing. The Qatar-bound flight was Sorry. forced to return... Where is it bound? Qatar. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. It was forced to return to Sudan... Perdan? No, it's not going to work. Capital City. Um, after the cat made a surprise appearance in the cockpit... <laughs> Hello! <laughs> I love the structure of that sentence. He made a surprise appearance. What the fuck is this? I've never, yeah, I love, like, they'd never seen a cat before. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this dog is really fucking small. This dog is small and aggressive all of a sudden. Um, according to the news, the feline was noticed by cockpit crew about half an hour after takeoff um, from the airport on Wednesday, which to me. Is like a snakes on a plane situation. Oh, because you're in, you're well in the air at that point. Like you can't yeah. turn around and get rid of the cat. You you've taken off, and this is the start of every horror movie that you turn around and you're like it's on the plane with us, and we can't go down. It's like Air Force One, mm. where all the action takes place on the plane, and there's a there's a fixed time that that plane can stay in the air, and you just have to survive. <laughs> but it's a cat. <laughs> In, the cat stored yeah. away as well. That's fucked. The cat, the cat attacked the pilot and resisted all efforts to be captured. How no. many people was this cat fighting? Because <laughs> the way they've written it, it does sound like the cat was fighting off four hundred people of, and the crew. <laughs> yeah, like a fully stocked plane of people, and they're all just yeah. having a go at getting this cat. But he's just taking them all on. He's accepting all challengers. He's in the middle of the aisle. Paw out. Another one, please. Come on. <laughs> he's, um, he's puss in boots. <laughs> yeah, he's basically... He, Antonio Banderas in a yeah. cat form, yes. The cat attacked the pilot, as I said, and resisted all efforts to be captured, eventually forcing the plane to turn around and make an emergency landing in the city it had departed from just half an hour before. Oh, God. So and how do you explain they were, that? They couldn't even deal with it. They were like, no, we have to turn around and go back. Lads, we are flying to Sudan, for God's sake. (laughs) We're going to die before we get there. They're going to, the plane's going to land and a cat's going to walk out. (laughs) Just the cat. Just the cat. The cat landed the plane. (laughs) Perfect landing. Perfect. Cats always always land on their feet, Sean. Always do, no matter what height you drop them from, even if it's 23,000 feet. To, I, how many times the pilot to think was sitting there going, I'd be fucking tempted to do it though. Let's check. <laughs> we'll be fucking checking. Fucking, look, that's what they say. Do you know? Yeah. If, well, and they're all in the huddle. And they're just like, the he's after killing four of our men. They're after killing four of our men, right? He's gone fucking mad. We need to figure out where to kill him. Someone's like, we open a window, boss, and throw him out. He will land on his feet and he'll be back. We don't want to anger him. Though we do have to open a window in a pressurised plane. (laughs) Is it worth the risk? It does seem like a poor idea. Is this your first day? I'm just getting the flying miles in, boss. (laughs) Okay, good job. Good job, good job. Wait a minute, it's the cat. (laughs) Dressed up as a human. It's three cats in a trench coat. But like, what if... And they're like, look, even best case scenario, the cat's already died a couple of times. He's still got like six <laughs> lives left. Even if he's only on six, there's still three more in him. There's three more in him. We only have one. Yeah. We're going to yeah. die. <laughs> and like, what? Okay, so he has three more lives. We've got 200 people and the seven of us. 
I don't think we can kill him three times. I know. You know, he, he's already killed so many. He, he says he'll execute one every minute. <laughs> one every minute until he gets that catnip. <laughs> he's after the, the sweet, sweet Sudanese catnip. <laughs> It is not totally clear how the cat managed to infiltrate the flight. Infiltrate! And it's once again a, level a weird of planning word. for the cat. Yeah. Cats, I don't think, do any planning. They just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, they'll find a sun... Maybe there's a sunbeam on the plane, and the cat just really oh. wanted to lie down. Um, which was opera- operated by Tarco Aviation, but it is believed that it might have entered the aircraft the night before. It is suspected that the cat snuck inside the plane while it was stationed at the airport overnight for cleaning. Upon waking up in an unfamiliar setting, it got aggressive and proceeded to attack the pilot and everyone on the plane. To be fair, imagine being a cat and waking up and you're flying. And, like, your ears are popped. And you've no idea what the fuck is going on. Would a cat's ears pop in a plane? I, a cat's have better hearing than humans. So, yes... That is true. Oh, that's all. Oh, the poor cat. Yeah. It's, it's misunderstood. It's not a bad cat. It just has it's sore just ears. To re- it's just has sore ears. So the cat wakes up on this poor plane and it's just like, time to cause some fucking havoc. Well, guess I'm killing. It's like, <laughs> it's, next step, death. It's like Bane at the start of Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> the cat, the plane gets taken in two and it's just hanging there. Just like, <laughs> I planned this. <laughs> what do you think of this um, what would you do in that situation is my only question I, as the pilot or as a passenger ok as the pilot I would heroically keep flying the plane while getting my eyes clawed out yeah because um, you love aviation I'm mad about mad about flight yeah. uh, <laughs> and as a passenger that's, I think that's the first question on the pilot test <laughs> Are you mad about flight? <laughs> mad about flight? Do you like? How do you feel about heights? Not good. Uh, I have bad news, good. son. <laughs> First day. Ah, everyone always fails that one. No, we've not had a pilot in these parts for forty years. <laughs> um, yeah, I I feel like if you were the pilot, the question becomes: I'll have to turn around at some stage because it's two hours that way. It's only half an hour back, and we won't survive the flight. Yeah, and you have to say to air traffic control, like, hey, listen, there's a cat on board. Yeah, yeah, a cat. And yeah. he's. we have to... You're not going to believe this. <laughs> they, f- they fully think it's after been taken over by terrorists, and he's talking in he's code. He's speaking in code, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, we just have a cat on board that's... Uh, we're worried that it might harm some of the passengers. Yeah, there's a fucking terrorist, guys. <laughs> Everyone get ready. Okay, have the police... Have fire engines, an ambulance, have them all ready. And then they land and just like a cat strolls out. I thought he was fucking joking. I thought he was talking about like cat, a catastrophic event of terrorism. Yeah, That's what look, I thought he meant. I'm new to air traffic control. I thought there was all these codes that we had to know. Because <laughs> I failed the first question of do I like heights and they put me here. <laughs> they put me here. I didn't even get to get my air hours. Um, okay, Sean, we're going to have to move on from that catastrophe. Do you have any more of those? Uh, cat- catastrophic events? It's They're walking a feline with that cat. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to move on to our next piece of weird news, and that is woman arrested after being linked to crime via Cheetos residue on her teeth. Oh, wait, mm. so uh, what crime would involve identification via teeth? There there was no crime that actually involved the Cheetos, but she left the Cheetos at the crime scene. I see. Oh, I mm. thought she had bitten someone. Continue. No. <laughs> Officers discovered a water bottle and a Cheetos bag on the floor near the open window in the house. An Oklahoma woman was literally caught red-handed on first-degree burglary, um, thanks to Cheetos snack dust. Sharon Carr was arrested last week after police reported an attempted home burglary. While she did not take anything, officers claimed she left behind a Cheetos bag. Officials were able to link Carr to the crime by the snack residue in her teeth. Brush your teeth after a crime, surely. How? Yeah, but what if it was like ten minutes later? Uh, 
a quick, you know, yeah. slug of water. Yeah, tra- travel, travel brush. You pull out your travel brush at that point, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a robbery, you forget your travel brush, it's a you fucking nightmare. <laughs> you go home, I'll rob again tomorrow. What's the logic behind breaking in, having a snack and then leaving? I, I think she was in mid-crime and then she realised there was somebody at home. Right. So a mother was home al- along with her two small children when she called the police because she thought she heard someone trying to break into her home. Once officers arrived at the scene, they discovered a window in the front of the house with the screen removed. They concluded Carr had removed the screen, then used the board or a board to open the window. Just a few moments later, they discovered Carr outside and arrested her. So she was standing outside the house. <laughs> oh, you really... I was... I was giving her so much benefit of the doubt that she like she got away. She was back at her own house uh, yeah. when the police came. Not, but she was just no. standing outside. She was just standing outside, thinking, "Fuck! I forgot my water ball. That would have really helped with this cheeto oh. dust." Do I? Do I try and break in? Do I try do and break? Do back I go in? back in? The officers are there. It seems a bit more extreme. Yeah, and then what do I say? Like, I forgot my Cheetos? No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is embarrassing. Don't mind but me. But I'm not going to forget. Uh, so just a few moments later they discovered as I said car outside and arrested her she did not take anything but officers said they discovered a water bottle and a Cheetos bag on the floor near the window so she arrived to rob something left two of her own items and then left but why bring a snack to the robbery in the first place she could have been scoping it out for a while but 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 what? No, because if you were scoping it out, surely you would you'd know there'd be, be no one there. Yeah, you would know there'd be no one there, and you'd want to be even less noticed. Mm. Why do you what bring if, evidence? What if she got hungry? Have you ever been mid crime and then you get hungry? That's happened on many weird newses, and they raid the fridge. <laughs> yeah, but the fridge was taken because there was somebody in the home, so she brought her own travel bag. But she didn't intend to break in if someone was mm. in the home. That's true, but she brought her own lunch. This is a work day, Sean. She brought her own lunch. Oh, like. She's on the nine to five, is she? <laughs> she's, a, she's on the nine to five. It just includes her nine to five, includes robberies. Okay, okay, let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Say she works maybe four days a week, but she meal preps for five. <laughs> and one of those meals. She had like preps, a ba- she had a bag of Cheetos and a bottle of water left over. Well, I might as well use them on the job, but I'm not yeah. eating them at home, sitting well, down. Well, don't you know, I may as well work them off while I'm eating them. <laughs> There's a lot of calories in a few Cheetos, so I'm gonna. I might as well try and fit through a window and rob some poor people. And then, if I get hungry later, bit of a snack in my teeth. They, they claimed once she realised folks were in the home, she probably got nervous and left out through the window. But that still doesn't answer why she had a bag of Cheetos with her and then left it at the crime scene with the bottle of water. You would notice if you lost a bottle of water. It's heavy, yeah. Yeah. But do you think? And it's if it, dis- even if it's empty and you have it in your pocket, if it falls out, it's big enough that you would notice. Exactly. Exactly. Do you think it's like? Is this a disposable bottle or is this like her personal reusable water bottle, Connor? Because <laughs> one like of those hurts one. more to lose. <laughs> it's like a Joe Wicks one. Oh my God, she supports yeah. Wicks. Uh, yeah, she's after getting it for Christmas and she's just like, I love it. Honestly, God, it filters the water as it's going in. It's absolutely amazing. Put a bit of fruit in the filter. Oh my God, oh, infused yeah. water. Oh, yeah, it was infused water. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's outside going, fuck. Jeez, that bottle of water was 30 quid. (laughs) It had electrolytes or some shit. (laughs) I don't know what it was, but I felt great. I felt so energised after. I felt like I could rob God. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously when God is out, because if he's there, I'm going to leave. There's no point. Going to leave and not drop anything. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) There has to be. There's just a level of robbery etiquette that you don't arrive with nothing and you don't arrive with two items and leave with neither of them arrive with nothing and leave with something i think is the the, the view <laughs> that's on robbery. the idea of a robbery not vice versa no but now this is the second story we've had where someone has done a reverse robbery <laughs> i just think reverse robberies i don't think they'll catch on no it could be a new tiktok challenge that you do but i think that's just called giving people gifts I, I think that's charity. I think you have to give to charity for that. Interesting. Wow, imagine if TikTokers gave to charity. <laughs> imagine. 
<laughs> and another thing we have against TikTokers. Oh, yeah, we're old men. <laughs> <laughs> I love all those dance routines. They're all so good. Oh, we should learn a Heroes for Hire dance for our Heroes for Hire TikTok that we don't have and never will have. Absolutely. We're definitely not cool enough for that. Um, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and this is classic Florida Man, because Florida Man pulls out dank gummies instead of ID for deputies. Oh, no, Florida Man. (laughs) What have you done? Oh, you've gone wrong. (laughs) Florida Man was arrested Monday after pulling out a package of dank gummies while searching for his ID for deputies. Demisio Lopez is facing drug possession charges after witnesses called authorities to report the man had nearly hit a gas pump at the Circle K gas station um, on that road just before midnight. Deputies found Lopez parked at a gas pump where the 40-year-old asked asked for help, calling AAA because his car wasn't working, Sean. Okay. okay. A, an honest statement, okay? Mm. Let's just get a, an honest man we're dealing with here. According to the arrest report, deputies told Lopez there was no key in the ignition. <laughs> an honest man. <laughs> to be fair, his car wasn't working. It co- it wasn't moving at all. He was no. doing everything he could think of, and the car wasn't yeah. moving. He's just like, sorry, officer, I'm just ringing AAA. The car is fucked. The engine absolutely ruined it. Uh, sorry, the key isn't in the ignition. Uh, honestly, I tried that myself. I know it sounds ridiculous, but the engine's fucked. Don't bother. I the the key. <laughs> The key does nothing. Even if I won't even try putting it in, officer. I won't insult you. I've been you waving like that. it around here for ages, trying to get the kinetic energy to get me going. Yeah, so you wind up the key, that winds up the car, and then off you go. I'm not an idiot, officer. Come on now. What do and you after take some me search, for? <laughs> Deputies told Lopez there was no key in the ignition, and after some searching, the man found the keys in his pocket. <laughs> he didn't even have it in his hand. But yet he was waving it around and trying yeah. to start the car. Um, Lopez was then asked for his driver's license, and to be fair, at this point, I think he's already highly suspicious. Yeah, Lopez and while was like, rummaging, okay, don't fuck this bit up. And while rummaging through his pockets again, he pulled out a small package labelled "dank gummies." Deputy said, "Why did he, he label them himself? <laughs> dank gummies, because they're dank." There, I what? Okay, dare I ask what's dank about them, Connor? I, I mean, they're gummies and mm. they're cool and they make them feel nice. Okay, that sounds an awful lot like drug. <laughs> it does you at the Christmas party? Wait, what? what? Dank gummies are bad. <laughs> oh, pass me that heroin. I need to mellow out a bit. I'm very stressed. <laughs> um, he also pulled out a medicated nerds rope and showed it to law enforcement. Well, I don't know what medicated nerds rope is, but it can't be a good thing. Do, am I? If I Google this, am I going to be put on some kind of? Am I, are my ads? Going um, to be yeah, go for it. We are just not cool enough to know. Medicated nerds rope. Oh wow, it is like there are suggestions. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, it's oh. the first article is a one from the Sun saying parents warned over innocent looking cannabis sweets. <laughs> All right, All right, okay. Right, so it's 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 nerds rope, which is like a sweet, and then it's full of cannabis, but probably not like Wait. like like bad. It's probably like t- the, the good. What's the one that everyone has? The oil? I don't know. CBD. CBD. It's probably CBD mm. nerds. Mm. Um, and he God, showed cool, that Connor. to law. <laughs> <laughs> and showed that to law enforcement. That made me sound way cooler than I actually am. <laughs> it's like you listen to Joe Rogan, bro. <laughs> oh, I do, bro. Oh, I do. <laughs> the forty-year-old told deputies his girlfriend has a medical marijuana card because of a diagnosis that she'd had previously. So that's pretty good. So that's why it's right? fine for him to have it. Yeah, no. Well, he just had it because he was driving to her house, and she wanted it. Of course. Oh, okay. Get, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair, fair. So okay. up to this Honest point, man. so up to this point, he's got some dank gummies. Yeah. He's he he couldn't get his car started because there was no keys in the ignition, and the they keys were, were nowhere pocket. to be found. <laughs> he's heavily suspicious at this point, and he says 
No officer, this is his first answer. Officer, those drugs are for my girlfriend. She had a bad diagnosis that she needs them. It's medical marijuana. Yeah. Deputies then searched Lopez and found he also had a plastic bag of cocaine on him in his other pocket. And was it labelled special flower by any chance? (laughs) For my other girlfriend. It's her medical cocaine. I'm not sure there's medical cocaine. I don't think that's been approved yet. And that's not something I'm googling. <laughs> no. Um, so, in total, deputies said Lopez had a package of cannabis-infused gummies with him. He had a medicated nerd rope with him and a plastic bag with 27 grams of cocaine with him. That's a few grams of cocaine. That's quite a few for medical cocaine. What's the going rate of cocaine these days, Connor? <laughs> You constantly try to incriminate me here, and you know I don't know the answers. <laughs> is is it CBD? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is called THC. Someone tell us the difference. Oh, is one of them good and one of them not so good? I don't know. I'm not cool. Your <laughs> <laughs> 27 grams of cocaine is a lot to just be having in your pocket. It's... Yeah, like, it's not enough that it'd, like, weigh you down and make you walk in a circle or anything. But But to know that it's there, and then also be like, Officer, I can't get my car started, I'm going to need a hand. Oh, yeah. Please, come to my location, please. I I need you. Yeah, it's a poor move on the part of this man. And the fact that he has so many varieties of drugs on him. Why are you calling attention to yourself? Yeah, like, I, the idea, and how many had, of them had he have taken to not realise why his car wasn't working without the keys? Yeah, he just got to a state where everything was fine, and he thought, everything's <laughs> going to be fine forever. <laughs> he was riddled with go- gummies. <laughs> he didn't know what the fuck was going on. Oh, he was so dank. <laughs> <laughs> he said there like, I am the dankest man. That has ever lived. This car won't start. I'm too fucking dank to even attempt to try it. I I know my limits. And I will not be this drugged and drive. (laughs) So he hid the keys on himself. (laughs) He's like, you've had enough. You've had enough now, right? Don't be fucking joking with yourself. Puts the keys in his pocket, takes them No, I want them. No, you've had enough. (laughs) I'm not giving them back to you. You can sober up first. I'm responsible. <laughs> Florida man, he just consistently finds ways to bring attention upon himself, first of all, when he's he's doing lots of illegal things. Yeah, like there was no reason that man needed to get caught for that many drugs on that day. Um, no. Not saying he shouldn't have been, but no. he could have he he got away with it if it weren't for his pesky Medicans. self. <laughs> meddling him meddling him yeah his meddling being your own person yeah I mean I so Florida Man that was I I was like oh that's my favourite Florida Man story of the week but then Sean oh. I came across one of my favourite Florida Man stories we've ever done oh and I think shit. this is this is classic Florida Man because it's just it's an air of just defiance and thinking he's great while doing something incredibly dumb and illegal. Love it. It's like the man who tried to fight a hurricane one time. Yeah, very similar. Florida man speeds through crash site and tells deputies he has business at the Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> they won't stop a wealthy man. <laughs> Now, when you find out what he looks like at this point, you will say he definitely did not have business at the Ritz. Okay, do I? How do I find this man? Bus- no, no, gonna- it's, it's in the article itself. So, oh, right, a twenty-four-year-old Nokomis man was arrested Sunday after speeding through a barricaded crash scene, nearly hitting six deputies, and saying he has business at the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> right. Okay. What? Well, it's presumably. A bunch of other cars were stopped because there was a massive crash. Well, of course, Sean. Of yeah, course, because that's, that's deputies what any were commoner would do. Well, deputies were on scene of a serious crash involving a downed power line at the Tamiami Trail and Holiday Drive just before eleven p.m. So it's pitch black. 
the the fucking power light is down. It's a serious crash. They're after barricading the whole thing off because obviously they don't want people driving through. It's very a dangerous. Power line, yeah. <laughs> and a power line, yeah. And had traffic cones detouring traffic away from the site. So that's right. what's going on. Okay, I have the mental picture in my head. Mm. Then Florida man Joshua Gokab turns up, Sean, driving a BMW and sporting Ooh. one sock. Boxers and an undershirt came barreling through the crash site, nearly hitting six deputies and dragging a traffic traffic cone under his car for the whole time. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and okay. Let's say, for example, he is a fabulously wealthy man. Okay, <laughs> even then, even then, not a good move. But what if it's like, do you know the way skinny jeans with that with like rips in them? Are like fashion, yeah. or they were fashion <laughs> the last time I paid attention to whatever fashion. Yeah, was. we've we've established that we are old. Go on, we are old, and I I peaked in twenty twelve. Uh, like, mm. what if this is the next level of that, where you just like you don't even wear a full outfit anymore. No, it's wear, all torn, man. It's all torn and manky, and it's just whatever bits yeah. you can find on the floor, find on the yeah. side of the road, and that's fashion now. And he, he just, you know, like he's driving his BMW and he comes to this traffic stop and he's thinking, I have got to get to the Ritz. I have business. And I know I'm dressed for it. I have my one sock, my boxers and my undershirt on. And there's no time to stop, Sean. He has to barrel through. Anyone going that fast has no time for a ticket. <laughs> no time for a ticket. So I love the idea that he's driving through with the traffic cone underneath the car. Just he's like, sorry officers, <laughs> I, I am a busy man. <laughs> Okay. See, see, with the traffic cone, that way everyone will avoid him because there's a traffic mm. cone there. <laughs> They're detouring around him. Mm, now he's become the traffic cone. All deputies said they had to jump out of the way of the car that was estimated to be driving at 100 miles per hour. <laughs> True, a crash. <laughs> yes. Wearing one sock boxers and an undershirt. What the f- was it a particularly hot day? But, like, okay. If it was a hot day, I could, like, tolerate boxers as an un- and an undershirt. Maybe he'd taken off the yeah. three-piece ball suit that he had been wearing. But mm. one sock is the one that does it to me, because... It implies a level of mystery of how he loses one and keeps the other. Exactly. Exactly. Because you don't... Ever, uh, when it's on your body, you don't ever lose just one sock. <laughs> that's, that's unless you've got like well a really, known. unless you've got a really wonky ankle, <laughs> just, it doesn't it doesn't conform to sock at all. It just, no, just drops it just, off. the sock just falls right off. Like I've heard of knocking someone's socks off, but yeah, knocking one sock off. No, well, no, he heard about the business deal and he was so excited. He it knocked one of his socks off, but he wasn't so excited to knock both of them. He was still like, I have to do the meeting. Is a, let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves here, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Let's negotiate. So he was pulled over um, just past the trail and where he got out of his car and walked towards deputies aggressively, according to the arrest report. That's a level of confidence because when you're in that kind of uniform, I don't think you can be very intimidating. See, see he drives through the, craf- the crash site. They all have to dive out of the way. Then he stops his car, gets out, and begins walking aggressively towards them like they've done something wrong. How dare you, officers? Yeah. Deputies arrested the 24-year-old and found cocaine, a rolled-up dollar bill, a marijuana grinder, and a hash oil vaporizer in his vehicle. Oh, he vapes? Oh, he vapes, bro. (laughs) I didn't know we were dealing with a billionaire, Connor. (laughs) I didn't know we were dealing with a ledge bag. Fucking <laughs> hell. Gawkman was taken to the Sarasota County Jail, where he is facing six counts of aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer, DUI, and multiple drug possession charges. Um, that's a lot of charges, to and be there's fair. A, there's a lot of charges, but luckily he'll be able to pay the bail. That's chump change to him. Uh, Tiffany said the man was in the back of a patrol car before being escorted into the jail where he started making um, suggestive noises at a deputy and responding sarcastically while being read his Miranda rights (laughs) classic rich boy behaviour this is just Florida man everything in one story 
it's all packed in. There's there's the un, as you said, the unjustified confidence. There's the clear breaking of a law. <laughs> There's, the, there's drugs and, and their shithousery as well. And while he's being the red, the Miranda writes, yeah, okay, yeah, that's great, yeah, <laughs> you, you have the right, right to remain, remain silent. silent. Blah, 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 yeah, okay, whatever you want to fucking say. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, um, who's Miranda? She sounds I, lovely. <laughs> when asked where he was headed, Gawkman sarcastically said, oh, where was I going? I was going to the Ritz-Carlton, you know. I was going to the Ritz-Carlton. I have business to do, officer. Oh, mm. so... And and the, the, was there any follow-up question as to whether, like, this business could be proven or verified or... I think at that point, it was clearly proven not to be verifiable. Then, yeah, I think the officers knew who they were dealing with at that point. Mm. Deputies asked why the 24-year-old ignored police lights, and Gockman responded asking why the deputy spawned the police lights. (laughs) Spawned? (laughs) So they were like, why did you ignore the barricade, the cones, and and the lights? And his response was, well, why were they there? Is my question. If those weren't there, I would not have broken any laws, officer. Think about it, officer. That's entrapment. (laughs) That's entrapment. You got me, officer. Um, so that is the end of Florida Man. Show. What do you think of this Florida Man? He's, I, I. That's a Florida Man. He like sometimes we'll hear on those stories. Oh, he realised he had done wrong and admitted it. Mm. I feel that man will never learn a lesson and will never admit that he's ever wrong. Uh, in many ways, the purest form of Florida Man. <laughs> I think Florida Man doesn't have that capabilities. No, he can't learn from his mistakes. I wouldn't. Oh. Then we'd run out of Florida Man stories. Yeah. Um, so, I think that's at, that's actually the end of this week's weird news, Sean. Oh, what a week. What a week indeed a week. of news. Um, will I take us out, Connor? Please take us out with all of our patron names that have been updated again. They have been updated again. Thank you, everyone, who continues to send in... Uh, fo- Funny names, names that... There's one here I'm a little bit pissed about, but we'll get to that. Yeah, Um, look, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay. So thank you everyone uh, for supporting us over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description if you want to support us there. And we did do our video, our commentary, commentary, review, our pelp on Spider-Man 3, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. And you can listen to that there as well as all of the other movie reviews that we've done in the past. Um, mm. But front and centre I have to read all the names uh, By law or else Connor will do terrible things To my family um, So big thanks goes out to Waffles I'm sorry I'm just, I'm just shushing them in the background here They, <laughs> oh, they do cry a little bit But look we, <laughs> I say it's for the greater good Sean it's, it's, Look a bit of screaming between friends What is that <laughs> uh, Big thanks goes out to Waffles Insert something funny here Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball Joe Snyder cut my hair Barney Raymond, I'm actually going to pause the shout-outs for a moment and say that I, Sean Mean, think that Zack Snyder is a far superior director than the Russo brothers. Fight me, gang. <laughs> Guess which one I'm Sean, mad about. How could you, how could you say that? God, that I didn't is so say bad. It. I have to say you what did. the patrons want. Why would you stop in the middle of the patron shout-out <laughs> to give a personal opinion? And not just in the middle of the shout-out, in the middle of Ray's name. <laughs> <laughs> you said Ray's first name and then decided to go all up on yourself. Jesus Christ. Look, look, that one that one actually hurt me. That made me question, like, oh, I feel dirty doing this. Better than the Russo brothers. Yeah. Better than them. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what you said. That's what everyone heard. Uh, thank you also to Roisin Robbie Williams CGI monkey enthusiast Halley uh, that's a story by the way that could work in weird news as well I should have done it for weird news ah look we'll cut it in it'll be fine it's uh, fine uh, Ryan Satron Paint Evanson Sean's Fear for a Head Jamieson Dominic Josiah Florida Gal Green Anna Hooks for Hans Helm Roos and Lil Dicky this one time at Bandcamp McGrew <laughs> <laughs> thank you to all the patrons you're all lovely people and uh, I hope you in- are enjoying all the extra content that's going on over there 
Absolutely, and thanks everyone for continuing to support us. Um, Other ways to support us, there is a merch shop in the description if you want to get some Here's for Hire shirts or mugs or hats or anything like that. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Here's for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook, we have a Facebook uh, page. It's Here's for Hire Podcast. We also have Detective Divilman's discussion group, um, which at the minute, there's a campaign to get us to do a review of that Robbie Williams biopic. And Mm. can I just say... I am disappointed in all of you. <laughs> I, I'm intrigued. I want to see what happens. You're, you're curious. Okay. Okay. And you can also follow us on Instagram, Heroes for Hire podcast, or you can email us any questions to Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. But the best way to support the show, just tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. But I think that's about it, Connor. I think that is. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mean. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.